Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, good morning, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete here on KBXL 94.1 FM. I'm Ken Lewis, the director for FCA here in Idaho. And in the studio this morning is Coach Jeff Lavender from New Plymouth. Jeff, it's great to have you on the show today. Thank you, Ken. Thanks for having me. Thanks for driving all the way over from New Plymouth. And uh, I know it was a little bit of a drive to get over here to the station in Boise. And how was the drive? It's great. There's no traffic in Idaho as compared to Southern California. So it's a very easy drive. That's right. You used to you spent some time in Southern Cal and we're going to get into that in a little bit here. So Jeff, we've got a great event coming up uh, every year, uh, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, which used to be called the Humanitarian Bowl. It's been the famous Idaho Potato Bowl for several years now. Um, I think it's been 22 years they've had the bowl game. We um, have a breakfast the day before, and uh, we've had speakers like Tom Osborne and Bobby Bowden and Randall Cunningham, Napoleon Kaufman. This year, we have uh, Tim Brown, who is our, it's our first Heisman Trophy winner and our first NFL Hall of Famer. And uh, that's the day before the game, and it's December Thursday, December twentieth. So, have you ever, have you ever had a chance to attend this yet? I have. Yes, saw Bobby Bowden. He was outstanding. Oh yes. Um, and uh, Tim Brown is outstanding. Uh, we had him in Santa Barbara speak to our youth uh, down there in Santa Barbara, and uh, also Napoleon Kaufman is from Lompoc. Uh, right. which is in our Santa Barbara League. I went and played at Lompoc High School. I watched him play in high school. Wow. So, folks, if you're interested in attending on Thursday morning at 730 on December 20th, you can get more information about the FCA Bowl Breakfast uh, at fcaidaho.org. Uh, you can buy a ticket. Uh, there's a special price for, for kids, for students up through high school and college. And uh, also we give a break to coaches, uh, and uh, or if if you want to purchase a table and you want to bring nine other friends or or if you have a youth uh, youth sports team that you want to get some of those kids there to hear Tim and we'll also have a, a player from each team that will speak as well the 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 either the MAC team and the Mountain West team that are going to be playing against each other so um, yeah that was it was great to have Bobby Bowden. Uh, here in Idaho and uh, all the way from Florida, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. He was outstanding. Well, um, Jeff, you are the head bass currently the head basketball coach in New Plymouth. This is starting was well, your second or third year? This is my second year at New Plymouth. Yes. And then you, I know you spent uh, quite a few years there at the college of Idaho. How many years were you? Assistant I was an assistant coach, coach at college of Idaho for four years. Wow. And then, Prior to that, though, you had you had spent like you had mentioned earlier, you had spent uh, quite a bit of time in California, and you had uh, you coached at San Marcos and Santa Barbara high schools, and uh, what what a beautiful part of California to be be coaching and teaching at. Yes, it was outstanding area. It's so beautiful. Uh, I ended up in Santa Barbara from the Northwest. Uh, I went and played basketball at college uh, Westmont College in Santa Barbara, which is a great institution. I played for basketball for two great coaches there. Um, Chet Kammer, who is still the head scout for the Miami Heat, oh, wow. and Randy Fund is the guy who recruited me. Now, Randy Fund 
uh, ended up being a scout for the Lakers and he ended up being a head coach for the Los Angeles Lakers. And then he went with Pat Riley to Miami and was the head guy for the operations of the Miami Heat basketball. Hmm. So you played at Westmont and where, where'd you, uh, where'd you go to high school? I went to high school at Pilot Rock High School in Oregon, just outside of Pendleton. Okay. So that's where I grew up. My dad was a coach and uh, a teacher, athletic director. So I grew up there and was fortunate enough to go to Westmont uh, and play there. Um, after Westmont, I went and played overseas in Germany, Darmstadt Basketball Club in Germany. And, uh, Spent a year there, and then I came back and started coaching, decided I wanted to coach, and I uh, was an assistant coach at Westmont College. Wow. So you had finished up in 1983 there at Westmont, and then uh, I, I was reading that you had a, a career record of coaching high school at, in California at 335 wins and 183 losses. How many years was that over? And that's, that, that's, that a, was, great, uh, that's a great career record. <laughs> that was 19 years I was head coach, so I was nine years at – um, San Marcos High School. We had some great players, <coughs> uh, some really good teams. And then I went over to the rival school, Santa Barbara High School, <laughs> and was 10 years the head coach there at Santa Barbara High School. And uh, had some great players, uh, one that's still playing in China. He was the Euro League MVP for two years. His name was Taylor Rochesti, played for Washington State. He was first team all pack twelve, little little point guard. And he was out of Santa Barbara. Out of Santa Barbara High School, yes. Wow. So why why get involved in coaching for you? What what intrigued you? Um, I grew up, my dad, when I was in middle school, high school, my dad had got in contact with Fred Kroll and Northwest basketball camp. So I kind of grew up in Northwest basketball camp in the early seventies when it started there in medical Lake Washington and Fred Kroll had been the athletes in action, uh, basketball coach. And he started a camp, a Christian camp. Um, and it was only, it was the only one that I knew of in uh, the West. And right. uh, it was, you know, tying, uh, sports, with athletics, which is kind of the story of my life. Uh, my favorite quote is from Billy Graham. A coach will impact more people in a year than the average person does in a lifetime. And I know me personally growing up, the coaches in my life were the most influential people in my life. Uh, you know, from my dad to Fred Kroll to Chet Cameron, Randy Fund in college, those were the men who really affected me and directed me. And so well, that's what I'm trying to do with, with my life and my career in coaching is just try to impact youth, which especially these days, uh, they need it more than ever. Yeah. Wow. So it sounds like to me, coaching is a calling for you. I mean, you, you were attracted to it. You saw God use that in other coaches and, uh, yes. And for example, in Santa Barbara, um, California being pretty liberal, and uh, so you can't really, uh, you know, preach to your team. My assistant coach was all, always the area director of Young Life, hmm. which is a Christian organization. So, uh, for at two different schools, I had a guy who was with me. Now he could take the guys out to lunch and <laughs> talk about you know the you Lord and Jesus. And I was guy. yes, and I can't really do that officially. But my assistant coach, who's a volunteer, uh -huh. he could do that. So we had uh, we took a lot of kids to uh, Woodleaf uh, 
Young Life Camp in the summers and uh, right. always had that person there who could do things that I wasn't supposed to do. Mm-hmm. What would you say um, would be the difference between maybe a, a coach that happens to be a Christian versus a coach that's a Christian coach that's really trying to impact uh, on, a, on a daily basis? What, how, what would you what would you say to the, the difference of that? You've probably seen that. And, and, uh, and maybe you had it in your life, because I know I kind of had it in my life, my coaching career too. Yes, I think you have to be intentional and you need to plan things. Like I went out and found a Christian assistant coach to work with me. And I've done the same thing here at New Plymouth. I've mm-hmm. surrounded myself with great Christian coaches who are going to be looked up to by all you know the boys on the team. Uh, I want them to be model what what it means to be a Christian man. Right. Well, and you had some involvement with FCA too in California, right? Yes. Uh, when I w- we started a huddle group at Santa Barbara High School, and uh, so we met once a week, and um, I, I used a lot of local people. Uh, Ron Heller, who is a uh, Idaho guy. He he is a '92 uh, world champion, a Super Bowl champion for the 49ers. He he went. To, I went to church with him, and he would come. Uh, obviously, I had Westmont College right there in Santa Barbara, so a lot of their athletes. Um, and we did. <clears throat> we had a full time person come to Santa Barbara. Uh, Jennifer. She was a assistant coach at Penn State. And so she was on staff. She at was FCA. on staff at FCA. So that's why I started FCA there in Santa Barbara. And, you know, we had lots of speakers. Donnie D, who is a, uh, one of the area guys down in San Diego, he was up there, taught, came and spoke at our huddle. So we did a lot of things with FCA at, when I was at Santa Barbara High. Uh-huh. So this, the FCA at Santa Barbara, um, and maybe some, some folks out there listening that are new to FCA or, 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 or don't know about what that campus ministry would look like, what you did at Santa Barbara, um, what kind of opportunities for student athletes and coaches at their schools? Um, describe that a little more in detail about what you guys did and, and, and why. Well, I had uh, a friend who owned a pizza parlor, so he would donate pizza <laughs> once a week for, and that just, my room was full of students. And then I would have speakers like a Donnie D yeah. or a Ron Heller, who's a Super Bowl champion, or, you know, the coach from uh, uh, Westmont College, or a Corey Close, who is now the head coach for women's basketball at UCLA who was a Santa Barbara girl. I went to church with her. And so again, we just would have people come and speak, uh, share their faith, talk about Jesus, uh, things that they could do that I couldn't do in a public school being an employee of the school. Well, that's exciting. And I know there's lots of opportunities here in Idaho for that and uh, for, uh, for kids and coaches to help host and have their own ministry at their school. And it, 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 would actually be a club. I know your your kids were involved there at New Plymouth. And, yes. Um, so what brought you? What brought you from California to Idaho? No, oh, that's a long, long story. But it was uh, mainly the real estate crash. Kind of was a wake up call to my wife and I, and we just got a lot of signals to uh, move. We've been coming up here to visit my parents and family uh, here in the Boise area. And we liked the area. Uh, we always kind of wanted to maybe get a little ranch or something out in the country. So 
uh, we were fortunate enough to buy 40 acres and have a little ranch with some Angus cows. And so that's kind of how we ended up here. Uh, um, but kind of the main thing was the real estate crash because uh-huh. I was doing real estate stuff on the side. Gotcha. And that just kind of whacked us wow. right in the head to get our attention. So when I got to know you, you had just moved up here. Um, you were living in New Plymouth, but you were working and, and teaching. Actually, no, you were, was it principal in, I in Vail? I teach at uh, Vail High School. I am part of an um, alternative school called Oregon Trail Learning Academy. So we are trying to take troubled kids who have problems with attendance or, or whatever and help them to get graduated from high school. So... I have a, my own little building and we just, it's again, we're just trying to help kids get graduated. Um, I, we had a club there at Vail High School and uh, Ryan Seals was a teacher there with me and uh, now he's full time with FCA and they still have a club there and uh, does great stuff. Um, so that's what I do there. And, and that's um, how we met. Yes. And so. And, and my wife retired, and now she is the uh, rancher. I, I am definitely not the rancher. She is the rancher. Wow. And, and during that time then, Coach Garson gets the head job at the, in Caldwell at the College of Idaho. And uh, so what, how did you get to know him? Because I think he coached for you. The, the, the roles were reversed, right, yes. prior to that? He was a college student and called me out of the blue, was trying to you know get a coaching job position there in Santa Barbara. He was a, senior, a junior at the University of California at Santa Barbara. So I hired him as a coach in my program at Santa Barbara High School. So he coached with me his uh, junior and senior years in college, and he graduated. And he was going to be an attorney, uh, but after coaching for two years, and he had also coached with his father. His father is a is a coach also doing club basketball stuff, and he just got the coaching bug. I tried to talk him out of it, and say you know it's it's a rough life, <laughs> but he went out. He left me. He started as a volunteer at Pepperdine for Lorenzo Romar. Then he went to Utah where he was the manager Hmm. with uh, Rick Majerus. And he moved himself up in, I think it was six years, to being a full-time assistant coach for Rick Majerus. And then Ben Howland, who got the job at UCLA, Ben Howland is a Santa Barbara guy. And then Scott was hired by Ben Howland to be at UCLA. And with that, Scott went to three Final Fours in a row, recruited guys like Russell Westbrook and Kevin Love. And uh, then he got his first job at College of Idaho. And it was kind of funny because he called me up and I was in Vail and uh, I answered the phone. He's like, you know, I'm, I really like this school. I just was there. Uh, I'm sorry I didn't call you, but have you ever heard of College of Idaho? And I'm like, well, Scott, my dad played football there and uh, graduated from there. And I was born in Caldwell because of College of Idaho. Wow. So he, of football. Yes. Then my <laughs> wow. dad played football there. And so Scott hired me on the spot. So we switched roles. Uh, after 20 years, I became his assistant coach uh, like he was my assistant coach at Santa Barbara High School. Wow. What a blessing that probably was for you to it was a lot of fun to, to coach again in, in college and uh, do some things. I hadn't been coaching um, in 
coaching basketball for about five years. I was kind of out of it, mm-hmm. uh, but got plugged back in, and here I am. I'm still going. I'm at New Plymouth now. So how are things looking for New Plymouth this this upcoming season? Because this is what your second, second year. Second year. Um, we're much, much better. Uh, we just, you know, building a program. We have a lot of guys that haven't played very much basketball. So we've done a lot of stuff with the youth. Uh, this fall we had nine, 75 kids in our K through 8th grade clinic. So in little towns you have to have programs for them to be able to come and play and learn how to play correctly. So uh it's going to take a while in high school where at College of Idaho, we were able to turn it around really quickly because we went and signed five really good players <laughs> and made us look real good the first year. Got to develop them. And I know New Plymouth, you know, Caleb Campbell's doing a great job over there. And yes. I know they've had a good wrestling program for years. And yes, even before have. Caleb and Caleb, I, I, uh, I coached, a, when I was coaching at CUNA and Caleb was at Valley View, I got to know him, uh, coached against him but became uh, acquaintances and friends and and uh just really admire just what god's doing through caleb through the wrestling program there so that's neat to hear that basketball program there is looking up as well so so what how who the teams to beat this year in in uh, the wic the 2a district three this year for you guys cole valley has a lot of good players i think they will be the favorite uh we have a lot of in our conference, we have a lot of returning players that have a lot of experience. I think McCall is going to be um, very good this year. They return a lot of all-league players. And then after that, it's pretty wide open. I, th- I know Napa Christian graduated some seniors. They graduated 10 seniors, yeah, so they're they kind of rebuilding. And a new coach. Uh, they have a new coach at Melba um, also. So it'll be... I think those two teams will be the main ones. Maybe a little little turnover in the two A's here in the district three. I, I think year. so. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Cole Valley won their first conference title last year. So, but I think they're going to hold on to that very tightly for the next <laughs> few years. They have a lot of talent. Wow. Well, Jeff, how um, how did you come to know the Lord? What was your journey to to surrender to Christ? I was uh, going to a Baptist church in Pendleton. And we went to living on, in Pilot Rock. Yep, I've seen that is, sign. Yeah, I've been through Pilot Rock a couple 12, times. Twelve miles from Pendleton, so we went to a, a Baptist church for a while in Pendleton. And I was ten years old, and they had a summer camp, and we went on. I went on that summer camp as a ten-year-old, and was shown how to accept Christ into my life. And uh, so that's when I did. It was June thirtieth, uh, you know, when I was ten years old, and then uh, it's been a growth process. Uh, from that point on what would you say um you know in god's word has been just a a great encouragement to you maybe maybe over the course of your life but maybe also maybe something in the last month that that the lord has really spoken to you out of his word i love james the first part dear brothers is your life full of difficulties and temptations then be happy you know for when it's rough that's how God's going to make you better. So in coaching, especially, you know, you either win or you learn. You don't lose. You take the the loss and you use it to make yourself better, to improve as a person, as a team, as a teammate. Yeah. So I that's probably my favorite verse because in sports, you're going to have 
a lot of setbacks and losses, and you need to take those and be happy because those things are going to make you better as a person, and it's going to make you, your team, better. So uh, last night, I scheduled way above our ourselves in a jamboree and we got pounded by two very good teams parma very good bigger schools than us but we will take that and we're going to look at ourselves and we're going to get better because we did that a learning experience yes so it was painful pain produces change Uh, it was hard (laughs) it was discouraging yeah but again if you look at it with the proper perspective that's how god well, that's what he does with us in our lives is he, right. you don't want to be comfortable. That's not a good thing. God wants to, uh, you know, sharpen us yeah. and make us better people. Wow. That's encouraging. Well, you've coached a long time. You, and then, like you said, you in California, you had that five-year break, you got into the college ranks and now you're back in the high school ranks. How, how has coaching changed over the years? I mean, we hear a lot about millennials and younger millennials and things like that i mean from your opinion coaching in california at the college level coaching in idaho and high school and college level how has coaching changed over time um or has it oh it definitely has kids kids have definitely changed uh you have to be much more positive with them you can't uh they don't take criticism very well uh you know the the helicopter parent generation where parents do everything for their kids and mm-hmm. so that that is tough to coach those guys sometimes uh they want to be given everything uh, another thing just commitment i mean uh i think back when i was growing up you know i would die to be in the gym and to play and mm-hmm. be at practices and a game and I, you know i would never never miss i look back i can't hardly remember missing a practice or a game and right. uh our these guys days, these it's days a it's a little different and yeah. it's it's rough and you know they need to understand they're not going to get better unless they put in the work and yeah. put in the time what would any i know we've just got a minute or two here any advice to parents out there of uh, that have kids that are in sports maybe at the youth level junior high or high school level um, what kind of encouragement could you give them um, in light of kind of just what we were talking about in terms of supporting their, their son or daughter in a positive way and the situation they are in their teams? I, I just think sports and team sports especially is a great learning experience for kids. I, I, that's why I still coach. And you need to trust the coach to coach your kid, to give them an opportunity to build some character to push them to you know it's not a bad thing if things go poorly for a while it's okay uh again james one you know yeah. you gotta let let there be some uh some pain because in the long term i think good things are going to happen i think today parents want to jump in and make things better they want to jump in and meet with the you know, meet with the coach and not let the let your athlete deal with the coach and have those conversations with them and let them grow and stretch and and learn i just think it's you know even if you're not going to go on to college or pro or any just playing youth sports is a is a great opportunity to have a lot of life lessons um learned through the involvement with a team wow 
That's great advice. Well, Jeff, uh, it's been great to have you on the air this morning. Thanks for taking time to, to come over here to Boise and, and be on the Heart of the Athlete this morning. Thank you, Ken. I appreciate it. Well, folks, we've been visiting this morning with Coach Jeff Lavender, head basketball coach at New Plymouth High School here in Idaho. And uh, uh, folks, if you're interested in getting more information about the Fellowship of Christian Athletes and some of the things that Jeff was talking about, and uh, like uh, his time in, with FCA at Santa Barbara and at New Plymouth, and as well as the uh, getting more information about the FCA Bowl Breakfast coming up December 20th, um, you can go to fcaidaho.org. Well, Jeff, thanks for being on the air with us. Thanks, Ken. Have a great day. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL The Voice. You